Yeah, you got the crown, let us sing. I'm a Sacramento king, and we're doing our thing. We got the crown, let us sing. Yeah, the Sacramento OnlyFans. The art show at the Arco. Boogie Cousins made it bang in the sleepy train. See where Blickin' bars go. D-Rock got D-Lock like D-Block. D-Fox got the golden one like Reebok. Jason Jones with the J-Street vibes. And KC's gonna give it to you live. Uh, I was born to ball from a fetus. Watching highlights of Reggie Theus. White chocolate breaking ankles into pieces. Roy Williams had them freezing in the bleachers. My shots all making money, Mitch Richmond. Mike Bibby with the cross, you're a victim. And if your team run the zone, I'ma shift them. Welcome to the L train. Line of sentimental king. And we're doing our thing. We got the crown of the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you hear the music, man. You know what it is, man. You know the vibes. You're locked in the J Street vibes. Here on the Be Heard platform, I'm your man, Kenny Carraway. And I'm the man next to the man, Jason Jones. Jason, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, you know. Uh, you know, watching a lot of basketball and watching a lot of basketball. I mean, not you just know, <laughs> I, I nice, was, I was, nice, fun life. I, I, know, I know we're big NBA guys and we talk about an NBA team or whatever, but I was watching uh, Washington State versus Oregon tonight. This is so. Let me take you guys behind the court, behind the curtain. Before we, you know, went live, I was talking about who the most boring teams are in the league. Jason says, "I'm, I'm, I'm putting you on blast, Jason." You say around the league, people think the Kings are one of the more boring teams in the league. I understand that just simply because they haven't well, won, because they haven't won anything, right? Well, I don't think not boring in the way they play, just in lack of intrigue. That there's nothing where people. Fair you know, enough. There's no, there, there, there's, there's no buzz. It's not like, oh my, you know, if you're a, if you're a, to me, when I say interesting, I mean non basketball people care. Right. No, like, no, I get and, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think there's a casual fan going, oh my God, when do the Kings play? Absolutely. No, I 100% get it. My point was, I said the Denver Nuggets are one of the more boring teams in the league to me. I know they're good. I know Joker's good. I don't run to my TV to watch him play. They were boring. This is how boring they were, Jason. This is what this is where this whole rant comes from. They're so boring. I turned to Washington State, Oregon today while the Lakers and the Nuggets were on. That's that's how much I was like, ah, I'll get back to this later. All right. And I say all that to say, Oregon has the worst court in all of college basketball. With the trees and the forests around it and all this other stuff. Trash. I haven't watched college basketball all year. I wouldn't know. I, I mean, I, I remember what I mean. I'm just so this is like one year where I can't get into college sports at all. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. And I was like really excited for when football said they were coming back. I was really excited when basketball started and it gets here and I'm just not into it. Not yeah, into like it with, at all. Like with football, I'm a Pac-12 guy and their season starts all late. Half the teams can't play. I think a team that won like two games went to the rolls. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, no, I, no. I, football I mean, was trash. Yeah, my school couldn't didn't have a healthy team, but like one game all season. <laughs> Damn. And, and the one game they had an entire team. They beat the team that went to the Rose Bowl because the other team. Well, no, actually, they, I don't who I don't even remember went to the Rose who, Bowl. Was it? Was it? Oh man, I'm drawing a blank. Was it, it was Oregon, right? Yeah, Oregon wasn't Washington supposed to go or did what? Yeah, they were they, they were supposed to go and then they couldn't go and then USC was supposed to be able to win then and then I don't know they went USC. That's right. USC was supposed to win, yeah. And they yeah, lost they, to Oregon, I think. 
Yeah, it was. You know, it, I don't care what happened with college trash. Now, nah, for year. basketball, I was really, really hyped for, but um, it's just not good this year. It just really. I'd isn't. rather watch the G League ignite. Oh, I can't than, wait! I can't wait, Jalen Green. I was hoping he'd be coming to Sacramento soon, but it looks like the Kings. As I segue into the vibes here, it looks like the Kings are going to win too many, too many games to be up in there in that top five for the for the uh, NBA draft coming up. Jason, we're talking about a team one game under 500 at 10 and 11. They've won five of their last six. The Kings are cooking, Jason. You've got a front row seat for it. What you, what you, do, what you seeing? I see a team that's actually trying to play defense for one. I mean, it looks like they care on that end. Uh, you know, and De'Aaron Fox has decided he's going to be a max player for real, not just in contract, but in actions. Mm. And, you know, ever since he had that little, like I said, that post game, you know, man, it's hard being a good player in this league and I haven't played well. He's actually turned around and played well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the thing was, I've always in the past, I would I would say there were times where you didn't know De'Aaron played or you didn't know there were long stretches where you didn't know he was in the game. That's not the case right now. Yeah. You know, He's impacting the game some way, somehow. And I, you saw glimpses of it early where he would say, okay, they need me to score, I'll go score. But he also had too many, you know, there was a point where they were getting basically shit from the backcourt. It would be like De'Aaron have like 12 and 4 and Buddy be like 3 of 13. And it was just like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Right. And then I, at one of the games I had somebody text me, it was Scout, he was like, they got all that money in that backcourt? Ugh. It was like, looking bleak, and I'm not talking Memphis. Yeah, because I mean, in that case, you would have you know you would have had John Morant and Dylan Brooks, and felt good. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they, it was looking like damn. I'm like, y'all gonna go out like that this season? Y'all, y'all really gonna go out like this? I gotta watch this all damn year. Yeah. And then yeah. De'Aaron decided to say no. I'm like, thank you, because now it's. You know, because I, I always figured, you know, are they the, you know, the most talented, you know, full of all-star team? No, but they shouldn't been getting beat. They shouldn't been losing by 25-30. Thank you. And I was just like, you know, no, you're not, you know, you shouldn't just be laying down and going from up two to down 20. You know, you shouldn't be doing that every night. And I think that, you know, they, they needed to practice. They needed some patience from everyone. People forget that three-fifths of that starting lineup, I want to say, each missed between 15 and 20 games last season. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, that's so, about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. So they real that group really has not had not played together. You had two preseason games or what four in like a week, like basically you know an overnight training camp. It felt like, <laughs> and then you had a season, and so there were going to be bumps. I think part of it is when you have bumps at the beginning, it looks way worse. You know, if they had gotten thirty five games into the year and had a bad stretch, you'd be like, okay, so you know. But you know, of course, they had a bad stretch early, so they wanted to. People wanted to trade De'Aaron, trade Buddy. <laughs> well, the second one, yeah. First one has made me laugh. No, people were like, "Man, this Tyrese kid is good. What can you get for <laughs> what can you get for De'Aaron?" I'm like, "How about you keep De'Aaron?" <laughs> I what mean, can you get for De'Aaron? You know, some good team could use him. You know, we can get some draft picks. I'm like, "Y'all calm down." God. Let me let me uh, let me ask you this though, Jason, because I I, w- I want to be clear on what happened those four days when, you know, they, they got the games postponed. So they played on Friday. Did they practice Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Like, or did, no. what, what off practiced, days were they have? Practiced on Sunday. They traveled. Mm-hmm. They traveled to Orlando on Monday. Monday. 
They might have got a, a little light work in before they left, and then Tuesday they were actually have a, able to have a full practice on Tuesday gotcha. before they played Orlando on Wednesday. And normally, it had had it been a different situation, had the two games not been postponed, they would have left Friday night for Memphis or left Saturday morning for Memphis to play mm. on Sunday, then play again on Monday. No practice on Tuesday and play on Wednesday. So that so would have that would have been that would have been the normal routine. Essentially, so they got two practices in out of that that they probably wouldn't have had. So let me, I, my question to you was, I mean, obviously they're playing better. I mean, is it kind of as simple as that, that they were able to really get on the practice floor and work out some things and, you know, work on some communication? Is it that simple to, you know, one of the major reasons why they're playing better now? No, I think that's a big reason. They seem to be able to work on, you know, then they had another practice, you know, they had a practice again before they played Miami. You know, so I mean, you know, uh, so that they they were able to kind of get a almost a normal NBA rhythm in terms of practice for about a week. You know, mm. they got two days off after you know, they beat the Celtics. So they'll practice again on Friday. Gets you know, it may not be you know a big you know because they they have a two o'clock game and they're sure they're not going to run them into the wall you know to the <laughs> ground. But you know, you'll, you'll get some more work in. I think not just for the players, also the coaches needed that because you know Luke's two top assistants are new to this team. Mm. Yeah, and so you know that also probably gave from you know people you know, I've you know check I still have my little people I check in with to get an idea of what's going on. They said you know that played a big part in it too, just because you know they were able to figure out something something that works for them. You know, yeah. defensively get some things ironed out that make sure they they got the things that work for them. Offensively, you know, work on you know they kind of they had kind of dialed back some of the f- emphasis on offenses because the defense had gotten so terrible. Right. But I think I think it was good for everybody just because they were able to kind of just get, you know, take you, a yeah, breath. They, yeah, like, they needed, the way, they the way a, that schedule was with them playing every other day for like three weeks. I mean, at the very least, it gave them a chance to be like, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, take a breath here and take a step back and maybe take a larger view of what was going on in that season. And, and I mean, the practice helped as well. And the opponents helped a little bit as well because they weren't playing anybody that was playing really well at the time. So it was the perfect storm. Oh, yeah. You know, got you get Hassan back, get him in the practice. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. so you're, so now your second unit is, is whole again. You know, it's, you know, you don't have Daquan back, but I mean, it's, it's whole as it's been all year. I'll be forgetting about Daquan, man. And I had high hopes for Daquan. I'll be forgetting. Well, he had an ankle injury, right? Yeah, and it was like I think it was like a four to six week type ankle. Boy, I t- I got I kind of I don't want to say I got in trouble, but people were <laughs> were commenting on me earlier because during the uh, radio show, D'Lo and KC, ESPN thirteen twenty twelve to two Monday through Friday, check me out. During the radio show, it came across the wire that Aaron Gordon was out with the sprained ankle, and they were like four to six weeks, Aaron Gordon. And I sat there and I just kind of I didn't say nothing, but I just kind of scratched my head. I'm like. Six weeks for the ankle injury? Jason, you know this. We play in high school, in middle school, and there was a lot of sprained ankles. And they hurt. They hurt really, really bad. There were some bad sprained ankles. And I'm not saying we just got up and played well, but it might have been. Now, this might not have been the best thing to do, but it might have been a day, two days. You throw the ankle brace on, you tape it or whatever. And you were out there. Now you were out there at maybe 60%, but you were out there. Six weeks for these sprained yeah. ankles? Well, Man. It's, the, it's the degree of the sprain. Remember, De'Aaron was supposed to miss, you know, <laughs> a bunch of time. And he came back early 
uh, 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 was it grade three sprain ended Lonzo Ball season once. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they, I mean, they're 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 legit. They're no joke. No, you know, no, uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to say anything about the players either. The other thing about it is, I, I will also mention is the and you know this, Jason, because because you played. There were ankles, sprained ankles that we played on that realistically probably shouldn't have played on, right? Like even though right. we were out there running around and doing stuff. Like we probably shouldn't have been on. If we wanted it to heal fully and not have a limp or not have any pain, yeah, it might take three, four weeks, and that's probably what it should have been. Right? Yeah, I know. Seeing my me, and my football buddies talk about that, we were like, "Yeah, man, remember that time we were playing and you were seeing stars and you just went back to the huddle?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have did that, right? You know, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we did a lot of dumb stuff. At least in my case, in the '90s, we did a lot of just dumb shit. Like I messed up my leg and I didn't want my mom to know so I lent my limping ass upstairs and went to quote went to bed early but I was in damn pain <laughs> and the 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 medical diagnosis at the school was you know what just don't do conditioning oh oh that's great yeah <laughs> good, good job doc <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean yeah some of that stuff you know yeah I, I you know I'm all for these guys taking the time they need not getting shot up with drugs and numbing their foot then you know 15 years from now you wonder why the guy like one foot it like leg is shorter than the other oh yeah because we shot his ankle up for six weeks so so that they could get so that they could try to get to the eighth seed in the east yeah so look i'm not daquan jeffries or aaron gordon i'm not saying that but i remember when i was in college um was it my first year there my yeah it was my first year there at cal state east bay and we were playing in a game. It was right before the conference tournament. And uh, I had a bad sprain. It was maybe one of the only times I heard a pop when I sprained an ankle. It was bad. And, you know, I tried to come back in, into, the, into the game and play, and it just didn't feel good. I sat out of game. I ended up playing like a week later in the tournament or whatever the case may be. I was at like 70% or whatever. But I played. And to be honest with you, not that I was a high flyer or nothing before, but I could dunk, I could dunk, I could bang out. I, I, I feel like I lost my explosiveness forever after just not letting that heal. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, it wasn't, I was never, I never have full strength in that ankle again. So, you know, and you're talking about guys in Aaron Gordon and maybe not contract wise with the Daquan Jeffries, but these are million dollar assets for these organizations. So they're not letting them back out there until they are a hundred percent. Right. I get it. Yeah. 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 It's, it is. Yeah. It's like I say, it's one of those deals where you say, you know what? You, you know, with, with that being said though, how many weeks has it been for Daquan? It's gotta be like four or five, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't played all year. He played in the preseason game, then he had the bad back, and then he was working his way back. And, yeah, he hasn't played all year. So whatever the season's been, that's how long it's been. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, it's been about five weeks. I mean, they started uh, around Christmas, so it's been about then, four or five yeah, weeks. Yeah, then I can look up, you know, I can look up as we continue about just w- exactly when they announced the injury. But, yeah, I remember it was like, it was like this random email, Daquan Jeffries update. I'm like, what? Yeah, out of nowhere. So yeah, I'd be forgetting about Daquan. But um yeah, so the Kings are playing better. Yeah, and... Daquan yeah, yeah, Daquan was uh, they announced the injury December thirtieth. 
December 30th. So that was about five weeks ago at this point. So yeah, they hopefully, said, uh, hopefully he comes yeah. back soon because I had big expectations for Daquan. Not that he was going to be like sixth man of the year, but I, I like Daquan. I wanted to see him in an increased role and with increased opportunity. So hopefully yeah. uh, he, he'll get in there. Yeah, yeah. They said the update will be provided in six weeks. But yeah, you won't want that increased role if he comes back and he's playing ahead of Marvin in the fourth no, okay. quarter. Uh, let's go. Let's go there. Let's then, go there. Then, then you're gonna then you're gonna be mad. Like, why is he playing? Go, Marvin can Marvin can you know, guard LeBron. Why not? You know, here, he's tall. here we go. Here we go, Jason. Jason, explain to me. Explain to me this. I'm not talking about crunch time, but explain to me this. How in, I said five uh, games when we were on the radio. You came on uh, D-Lo and Casey, 12 to 2, ESPN 1320. You came on earlier today, and we talked about this. And I said for five straight games, he hasn't played uh, in the fourth quarter. I take that back. He played for a little bit against Toronto. I was looking at game film. But let's just say he played three minutes. How can you say that it is? it makes sense that Marvin Bagley, who's not a scrub, who's playing better, who's average, he's one of your he's top four score on your team, can't play more than three minutes in the fourth quarter in five games. Come on, well, remember man. you got to find games, some minutes, man. One of them games he was in the locker room. This is so true. Got, That's fact. Ejected, and I think one of those games was they were they were ahead comfortably. And like I said, with the wrist thing, I wouldn't have put him in either. The Orlando game. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, so I mean, I wouldn't have put him back in coming off the wrist thing. I wouldn't have put him in that game. I mean, they, they didn't need him at that point. Just go ahead and finish it out, not, you know, expose that. Especially when they're saying, you know, they're saying every time he gets hit, it's going to hurt like hell. So why not, you know, why, you know. So I, I don't know. I don't have a reason why Marvin shouldn't, should, you know, isn't in the fourth quarter, like a definitive reason. But I also don't have a definitive reason why he should be in there, given the lineups they're playing. I don't have a, you know, either way. And I just think you look at, you know, you look at most of these teams, they they go small in the fourth. And you're going to sit him, you, you know, you're going to sit, you're going to sit Rashawn Holmes to develop Marvin Bagley right now? No. And, and like, I said, like I said, I'm in the minority. I don't take him not playing in the fourth as any knock against him as a player I don't see it that way I just think hey is you know it is what it is and if you're playing a team and you know they're going to put four smaller players out there and put him in space defensively they may not feel he's ready for that you know and as people have said to me before it's it's you can you can hide one suspect guy and if you're playing buddy he's going to be labeled the suspect guy yeah and so <laughs> can you play him and Marvin, you know, and then watch teams put those two in the pick and roll? Yeah, and let's see. So that's the thing. I think if he comes in, it's for Buddy. And I. so you talked about earlier, like, well, who's he going to guard out there? Because teams are playing small. And I had to go back and I look. And there are matchups out there for him in these last five games, right? So now, now to your point, though, it has been a little circumstantial because, like you said, they were up big against Orlando. He had a wrist injury, didn't play there. Got ejected against New Orleans, didn't play there. Those are two games right there where, you know, circumstances dictated that he shouldn't have been playing. So there's that. And then you got um, Toronto where he did play a little bit and he wasn't playing well. I guess it really comes down to Miami where he was having arguably – he was on his way to having the best game of his season. You know, he was 17 points, seven of eight from the field. And I just felt like, I feel like Luke looks at it where he's not playing crunch time. Like I'm not putting him in there. So once you determine that, 
see what you could do at the start of the quarter at that point. Get him in there then. And then last night um, against Boston, I thought he, he, he could have played in that game in the fourth quarter. And I, I just – and I say in the fourth quarter because at the beginning of the fourth quarter, you had the lineup of Corey Joseph, Hassan Whiteside, Glenn Robinson III. That was – that almost that – almost, put you in a real bad spot. So you mean to tell me that he couldn't have got in there for those little minutes right there? I just, I don't know. I, I Maybe Luke isn't conscious of it at all. And maybe, and it really doesn't matter that much because they're winning right now. But man, you got to find some minutes for him, man. And and I didn't even mention like the Indiana game and the Chicago game where he was playing well and then playing the fourth quarter, the Denver game, the second Denver game. It's like, man, never, he can't never get in the fourth quarter. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Tristan Thompson had seventeen and ten last night. He played twenty two minutes, looking like damn Moses Malone out there. What the hell was that all about? He played, you know, and so I mean, like I said, I think Mo. I just don't think I, I. When I look at it, I think if you remove second overall pick in the draft, it's it's looked at completely different. I think there's this tension of, you know, we need to, you know, and it's just funny to me too because a year ago. I had people telling me, oh, my God, buddy, it's, you know, don't you play, buddy, if it's going to cost us points. <laughs> and now it's like with Marvin, well, it might cost you points. But come on, let Marvin play. <laughs> I don't y'all gotta, like that. <laughs> y'all got to make up your mind. I ain't talking about you specifically, but, I mean, there are people who who were adamant buddy should not play. I don't care if he's hitting whatever. He is so bad on defense. Don't let him out there. Yeah. And then, you know, these same people are like, oh, come on, but, you know, let's, it's not fair to Marvin. It's like, this ain't Little League. People try to put it this way. Luke Walton and Alvin Gentry and them ain't going to lose their job because they kind of make sure Marvin play in the fourth, no matter what. <laughs> this is fact. Now, I, I'm, I'm also going to say this, though. It really comes down to one person because I agree with you. You're not taking over Sean Holmes. You're definitely not taking out Harrison Barnes. Tyrese Halliburton has implanted himself as a fixture at the end of these games in the fourth quarter. And obviously, De'Aaron Fox lately has been Mr. Fourth Quarter. So it comes down to Buddy Hill. And I know I get to add, you know, people talking about, oh, you need Buddy to stretch out the floor and all this other stuff. Buddy not, Buddy not doing nothing. All right? He's not doing that. He's not making uh, shots. He's not see, doing I wouldn't, nothing. I wouldn't go that far to say Buddy's not doing nothing. The last two games, let me say this, though. Last two games, I've seen him on the boards. And I will give him credit for that. He, his shot hasn't been falling. And and what do we say all the time? Find another way to be effective out there on the floor. He has been on the boards. I think he got, a, what, he got 10 against New Orleans, 11 against Boston. I'm going to tip my hat for that. But, look, I'm not, I'm not looking at Buddy like we have to have him out there. I'm just not. If I got to choose between Buddy and Marvin, I'm taking Buddy. Okay. I just, even even I, with Marvin's corner three right now? Buddy can hit a three from anywhere. He ain't though. He, gave, he, he he hit one against Miami when you needed one. He oh, hit that one. shot! Oh my gosh! I'm, yo, yo, the I stole it in the backcourt. He got that ball at damn near the block. Ran to the three point line with four heat players around him and tossed up the three. That was peak buddy right there. Yeah, Luckily but I'm, I'm just. Yeah, you know the thing is, like I say, who are you gonna sit? And I don't think in those situations you're gonna play two bigs against a team that's not playing. Like, you know, like when they like when they play in New York, and New York is playing, you know, Julius and Mitchell together. Mm-hmm. Marvin's out there. 
But if you're playing Miami and they've got Bam, Tyler Hero, and Jimmy Butler, you're not putting Marvin out there. I look. I looked at that, Mar- uh, Jay. He could have guarded. Who's Who's that dude that nobody knows on the Heat? The The white guy. I don't know if he's a Euro or just a, like a traditional white. Oh, the, guy. oh, the he, guy they threw out there out of nowhere. He, yeah, he could have guarded him, man. Yeah, you don't know. We don't know that. He wasn't doing nothing. He could have guarded. And then last night against Boston, he could have went. He could have guarded Grant Williams or Robert Williams. No, they were on the not. floor at the same time. Yeah, they weren't guarding Robert Williams anyway. They kept looking no, at the layups. <laughs> but no, but I think I think the case with Grant Williams is that's a guy that plays away from the basket too. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I just I, I just get the sense in, in watching them that if they can help it, you know, in those situations, you don't want Marvin guarding a guy that plays away from. You don't want to put him in space. And like I said, that to me, the decision is between Rashawn and Marvin, not so much. I think Buddy's out there. There was a moment. There was a moment when I thought that Marvin could compete in that minute race with Rashawn. Rashawn was, I felt like he was kind of wearing like early. We talked about this before. I felt like he was wearing down a little early from from having to play so many minutes in the center position. But I think it was around. I forgot what game it was when I felt that way. But he's bounced back. I mean, the, the he played well against. Um, Against New Orleans, played really big against New Orleans. Made some big plays, big deep plays on the defensive end, and a big tip in against Boston. So hopefully, and he's, he's, probably, gonna... and he's probably your best screen setter. You know, he's probably still. yeah, yeah, that's he, facts he, too. And he's switchable defensively. If he gets caught out on the perimeter, you're not going. Oh my God, what's yeah. Rashawn going to do? I mean, yeah, Marvin's not winning that right now. He's not winning that matchup. And to me, it's more instead of looking at, oh my God, this is you no, know, this is such a shame against Marvin. Let's look at, well, he's doing these things well. What things can he continue to do? Because I would say they played 20 games. Mm-hmm. We might be in a completely different space in 20, 20 games from now. We'll be saying, damn, remember when Marvin couldn't play on the fourth? <laughs> you know, so I, we we could be in a different space in a month. I mean, shoot, t- shit, two weeks ago, De'Aaron was saying he, he wasn't playing good. Right now, so he's I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, let's just my thing is let's just let this thing play out. This this this, this rush. And no, like I said, no, I'm not gonna let it play out. It's because he, you know, it's you know, he was the number two pick, and I get it. I remember uh, what Keith Smart used to always t- tell me. He said, once you draft a guy as a coach, you can't worry about what number he was picked or how much he's making mm. because he's still a young player, no matter where he was picked. Yeah. And his and he had the perfect example with IT. IT was, if based on that, for God's sake, they didn't play IT half the season because he was the 60th pick and Jimmer was the whatever 10th pick or whatever Jimmer was. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think we can all agree that was to the detriment of the team. Yes. Absolutely. You know, and I think it would be to the detriment of the team just to make Marvin play and sit Rashawn, who has done nothing to lose that to lose those minutes. I mean, if you want to argue that he should, people want to argue you want to give him Hassan's minutes. I don't necessarily agree with that either because Hassan. I think Hassan adds value to what they do. I know a lot of people on Twitter don't agree, but I don't agree with Twitter most of the time anyway because they still <laughs> want to. They still think Shemezi Metu should be playing and Kyle Guy. <laughs> And that's no not that's no knock on Chemezi Metu or Kyle Guy, but who in the hell around the country is begging for their damn two way players? <laughs> like you know, that means your season is fucked if you're begging for the two way guys. 
I'm not the Laker fans are going, you know what? Let's get Giannis's brother out there right now. Give me hey, a man. I, I look, look, I I, I kind of want to see some Kyle Guy minutes. Because Corey's not giving it to me right now. Oh, whatever. Stop it. Stop it. I do. I do. Nah. No. Corey can't he be got... playing 20 minutes, though. I know that much. Kyle Guy got some minutes the other night. Calm down. Yeah, he was okay. He was okay. Mm. He, he can't get no more. He was getting his ass because he was knocking his ass all over the floor, too. <laughs> I was like, I felt bad. I was like, damn, they just letting Kyle get this. Kyle just falling down. He's trying to take a charge. He just fly the other way. I'm like, damn, poor Kyle Guy. <laughs> got a little, you know, we're big on that uh, the Kyle Guy fan club. They listen to us. I no, I shout out to Virginia. them. Yeah. Shout out to them. You know, I like Kyle. I just, you know, I'm just not going to say he should play ahead of Corey Joseph. It's, I, th- I think it's like this for Corey. When Corey plays well, I don't hear nothing. I don't hear a damn thing. Corey had 16 points the other night. I didn't hear a peep about he Corey. Played, he played really well against Toronto. Yeah, but then, you know, he, some people think he has some questionable, you know, sometimes he gets in his own, you know, he gets in trouble, you know, trying to create sometimes, which happens. But, <laughs> you know, then it, be, then it becomes, oh, God, see, that's why Kyle <laughs> should play. Corey had a... Corey had a turnover. They should play Kyle. See, they always got to jump out the window, man. They because got to jump out the window. Because, because King fans always have at least one or two players every year they hate. No matter what that player does, they hate him. Or a coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they hate by, by the way, this turnaround has uh, Luke Wong gets no credit for this turnaround. Too. Oh, of course not. I mean, I've had people tell me they're, they're doing it in spite of him. I'm like, well, what <laughs> Like I said, no matter what Luke does, people are going to be pissed. If Luke plays Marvin t- eight minutes in the fourth quarter and they lose the game, why did you play Marvin? You weren't playing him anyway. And then, I, I, you know, Luke is smart. Luke doesn't have social media. Anything Luke sees on social media, someone sends him because he doesn't have it. He's smart. Nah, Luke. Luke is. Um, I think he gets credit for you know turning this. Uh, I shouldn't say turning the season around, but getting him getting him back above water. I think. And, he, yeah. He, he definitely it, deserves credit for that. You got to credit him and the staff for being consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're when, winning. When, yeah, I when don't the, mean when to cut you off, Jason, yeah, but like okay. all this stuff that you know, I'm talking about with Marvin in the fourth quarter, they're winning games. So it's really hard to go really hard on it because every 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 time Marvin hasn't played in the fourth quarter this year, between these five, five wins that they've had, then you talk about Indiana, you talk about Chicago, you talk about the second Denver game. They've won them all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They've yeah. won them all. So it's hard to talk it's, about if it's the right or wrong decision. Yeah, it's like people, like, they want everything. Like, they want uh, they want the whole package. They, like, they want to win. They want Marvin. That get, they want everything. It's like, you're not going to get everything every night. Mm. You're just not. And I just, you know, like I said, it's 20 games in, you know. And I think when people thought they should blow it all up, you know, and which 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 is insane. Oh my, we've lost four in a row, man. You should just go ahead and start benching people and trading people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, for God's sake. No, I mean that's why you can't go off of what you no know, social media and the fans say. For God's sake, people were angry that Belly was playing at all. Then <laughs> Belly's out the rotation. Why aren't you playing Belly, Luke? I'm like, my God, he's playing his eight best players heavy minutes, and then you guys start bitching and begging for everyone to play. <laughs> if you want everyone to play, get a kid, have a, have your own child, and when the world opens up, your child can play in his local youth league where everyone gets to play. <laughs> little, little Jimmy doesn't need to always play. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 cra- it's crazy. It's just why I say you can't let 
you know, what people say on the internet or, you know, at the barber, oh, he's, you know, that guy should be playing. Like, if if one guy plays, that means one guy doesn't play. And guess what? If Belly plays, guess who don't play? Marvin. I'm not here for that. So calm. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I just think it's, you know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Downer. I'm not trying to, you know, whatever, but... Come on, give me a break. Be a little realistic. Have a little patience. I mean, a lot of people complaining now that this team would be like five and fifteen after twenty games. Yeah, this is true. So I mean, <laughs> so I mean, you can't make it. You can't make people happy. You you know, and I think the team did the right. That's why I do commend them. They you know said you know what they stuck with it. They believed in themselves. And well, are they going to be like a fifty win team or whatever? No, but I think they can be competitive every night. And I've always mm-hmm. said, I've said, I've said before to me, them being a good season would be if they're in the, in the mix for that playing situation. And if they play like this and De'Aaron is going to play like this the rest of the year, they can be in the mix for that. And to me, that's a good season because I always say every season is different. You never know what's going to happen. Like right now, Dallas looks like shit. Trash. You know, Portland's got a, a bunch of injuries, you know. The one thing that we've, we 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 knew the true has been confirmed is that Minnesota's terrible. Oh my gosh. You know, they've got, <laughs> they, they, they're trying to secure that top 3. They they're yeah. like Golden State, you will not get this pick. <laughs> We're going to make sure of that. Yeah, so I mean, that's the one thing I think everyone thought would happen that's happened. But I mean, it's just you know, let's, let's see how let's see how this thing plays out. I mean, right now you've got in the West. I know it's only about twenty something games, and you've got three teams I think who have distinguished themselves: the Lakers, Clippers, and the Jazz. Mm-hmm. And then after that, everyone's kind of bunched together. It's like Utah's like I mean, like Denver's like like eleven and nine or twelve and nine. The Kings have beat them twice already. Yeah, I mean, and you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, shoot, between COVID, I mean, the Kings had the misfortune of getting the Heat right when Jimmy got back. That was crazy. Jimmy gets announced that he's back like 30 minutes before the game. I said, where, the hell, come, where the hell did this come from? And then he drops 30. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, but they also get the benefit of getting Boston the second night of a back-to-back, which meant no Kimba. And they mm. also, you know, so, I mean, this thing is going to be weird. And I just think you got to let it play out. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, real quick before we take a look around the NBA, because we wanted to do that. We haven't done that so far this year on the Vibes. Got to ask you, man. Um, De'Aaron Fox, are we looking at an all star here? Like no. realistically, are we looking at all star? I mean, I think there's, no. I think there's open slots. I do think no. there's open slots. Okay, no, Jason, there's if, open slots. If, if we got six guards, who's he go ahead of? So let's um, let me do this here. We got Steph. We got Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, we got. I'll, they'll probably put Booker in there. They'll probably put. I think Conley and Mitchell will split the vote, so one of them will get in, not both of them. So I don't think both of them are getting in. But so uh, that, it, it, no, but you know what? If if Utah is at you know first, second in the West, I think they might get both of them in, and maybe Gobert doesn't go this year. Who knows? Okay, that's 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 fair. I think because I think Gobert they, goes, but I mean, but fair. they they've wanted to get they've wanted Mike Conley in the All Star game for years, and he just never been able. You know, maybe he gets the Lifetime Achievement Award All Star nod. So okay, let's say both of them get in. That's four and five. There's still a spot open because CJ's hurt, because Clay isn't there, because Westbrook and Harden are out of the conference. I think there's a spot there. Luca is getting it. I have him at a forward. Because no, at this a, point you don't, they, you they don't list have them that as many a guard. They list them as a guard. Well, that's for the that's for the fan voting, though. And I think, I think, they, 
I he'll think get, the, he'll I, get I think, in there on that. I, I think with the fan voting and probably maybe even the media voting, I think he gets, you know, and here's another thing too. Paul George might be, it's Paul George listed as a guard or a forward. They haven't, see, that's another funny one because they have him as a forward, but he's a guard in my opinion. Yeah, you know, and they, you know, are they now putting Kawhi as a guard or a forward? See, that's the thing. Well, see, I'm also looking at the slot. So even then, so we're not going to have like four centers, I don't think. So you got, what, I think they give 13, 13 so, roster spots or is it 12 still? It's still 12. It's still 12. So okay, I, so they, the way they I do 13 for yeah. Wade and Nowitzki or something like that. Yeah, it's like uh, the, way, the way it goes, you get you get four backcourt, what is it, six front court, and then you get two wild card spots, mm, which can okay. be anything. And, I, and the way I look at it, I just, you know, like I said, to me, it's, it's not a knock on De'Aaron in any shape or form. I'm just like. You just know four of them spots is locked. Four of them guard spots are gone because you know they're gone. I mean, Steph's getting in, Dame's mm. getting in. You know, Donovan's going. Yeah, Luca's going. That's four, and you know, and either Devin or Chris Paul is going to be in there. That's five. Yeah. So for the record, I don't think that he makes all star team this year. I really don't. I. I but oh, I think Luka? that. No, De'Aaron. I don't think he makes it this oh, year. Okay, but I, I do like. I, I think there's a slot available. I don't know. I think it's between De'Aaron. We'll say Donovan gets in there for sure. So De'Aaron Conley, and I think it might be down to those two. I think there's a slot available. Yeah, I don't, know, I, so said, I don't think like he'll said, get it, but I think it all depends. On, like I said, part of it is you know it helps that they've got PG and Kawhi both as forwards, but they got Luca as a guard. And Luca's so, getting in. Luca's so, getting in. Now, f- facts. It doesn't matter if they're 14th in the West, like they're trending towards right now. He'll get in there. But let me ask you this, because I thought about this um, with De'Aaron. De'Aaron is, he keeps it such a stack all the time. And he mentioned about how, which went really viral. I didn't think it was that big of a comment, but it was everywhere about him saying the, the prospects of the All-Star game was stupid for them to play this year. Do you think that people will hold that against him? No, because uh, tonight LeBron said he has zero interest or zero energy for an all-star game. <laughs> he thinks it's a slap in the face that we got to do all this stuff, not just to have regular games. And they said there would be no all-star game. Why are we having one now? Mm, see, I didn't see that. I didn't see yeah, LeBron so go in on there. Yeah, so I mean, I think I, I really do believe a lot of players feel that way. And you know what? Someone like LeBron might take the damn fine and not go. So maybe mm. that's how how somebody like De'Aaron gets in. Maybe guys have a sprained ankle all of a sudden. They don't they don't they don't want to go. I mean, I understand guys not wanting to go. And I think I read somewhere, you know, maybe on the internet, which is probably a bad idea to be reading on the internet. But someone made the comment basically like, "Well, the fans deserve this." The what? hell? Who that? Who the who hell are you? <laughs> Your business partners deserve this. The hell? They don't deserve to go. Like I said, and you're going to Atlanta where. You know, people it's are just a mess. Like, just saying, it's a mess. Yeah, like I said, I lost my friend Seku who lived in Atlanta. Mm. You know, and you're gonna go down there and just, no, I just don't. And I, you know, I, I believe we shouldn't have all stars. You should name them, recognize them. Hell, give them the yeah. jerseys. I have no problem with that. But w- why do we need the game? We don't. We don't. I don't think we we don't need the game. I just don't think we need it. You know, and. I- it, that, that's just where I stand on it. I don't think we need the game. I'm surprised the P. I'm I mean, surprised. Is, that, I'm surprised. I'm really. I really am considering how the league was so forward thinking with the bubble and all that. I'm surprised the PA 
and the player, I mean, the PA and the league agreed to this. I'm surprised. I'm I'm and, pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was Disney and Turner saying we pay you a lot of money. We need this, like period. And and I think they bowed down to it. And I'm not I'm not even I can't even if that's the case. I can't necessarily fault Adam Silver and those guys because that's that's where they get the bag from. Yeah, you know I know. It's, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah. It's business. I yeah, I completely get that. I just you know that don't mean we got to like business, but it's business. <laughs> nah, nah. We I'm definitely not feeling this one. I call this one the All Star Game. Nobody asked for. That's what this one is <laughs> going to be called. The, the, the All Star Game that literally no one wants to play in. <laughs> right. You know, you might end up in. It'd be like it'd be like the NFL Pro Bowl. By the time the game gets there, it'd be like, uh, here is the fifth alternate at center. You mess <laughs> Matt around. Schwab, Matt Schaub here under center for the, for the AFC. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be like, how the hell was he a Pro Bowler last? Like, God, it's like <laughs> Mr. Trubisky was a Pro Bowler before. That's not. That's just criminal. To be honest with you, it is. It is literally criminal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be, be in the end, you know, you'd be like, "Damn, it's like, are you serious?" It's like you're looking around. It's like, how? Why is Andrew Wiggins playing? Like, <laughs> it'd just be some random ass. It'd be like, you know, like all these guys who just want to say they were, you know, just like, you'd be like, we have a record, you know. Eighteen first-time all-stars. Because all the other ones said, "Fuck this." <laughs> so Not like, my job. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, yeah it, 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 you know, it'd be like, it'd be like, you know, Draymond would be like, "I don't want to go." And then he'd be like, "Hey, let's see who we got left." Uh, D'Angelo Russell, you want to go? No, they'll yeah. be like, they'll be like, Draymond will be like, I don't want to go. And they'll be like, we didn't ask you. <laughs> You're Man. not an all-star. <laughs> Damn it. You leave Draymond alone. You leave Draymond alone. Mess, I'm just saying, you're going to mess around. It'd be like, you know, th- four kings, three warriors, and like two Timberwolves. <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Anthony yeah, Edwards it, is going it, to the all-star game. It'd be like, we're down to our like six alternates, you know. It's like, Wow. Oh yeah, that 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 would do my numbers. You have like four kings in the All Star game. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, real quick before we go to uh, a story, I really want to get to you about not about basketball, but real quick, Super Bowl. Who you got? Uh, I see. I normally root for whoever the Q, who the, the Q's on either team, and I believe that uh, Tampa Bay has some Q's, but the one Q who are on, they? I'm not sure. I saw a picture. I'm not exactly sure who, but I've actually met Eric Bieniemy. I've got a I've got a picture with Eric Bieniemy from the combine. But we had a, a big Omega Sci-Fi. We met up at a bar somewhere. So I've mm. met Eric. I'm, I still might have Eric Bieniemy's number in my phone. He probably had no idea who the hell I am if I called him. But because <laughs> that was many many years ago when I met Eric. So even as a Raider fan. I think Kansas City's going to win. I just don't see how you stop that offense, even though they had a couple of guys, you know, end up in their protocol, you know, get trying to get a haircut, trying to look nice for the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got to look fly. You got to look fly. Yeah, you and, know. And, they, and they pulled the barber mid-haircut. I'm going to tell you right now, Jason, if I'm already getting a haircut, I'm going to have to take my chances. You have to finish the cut, bro. You're gonna have to finish the cut. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I understand that you got pulled by the NFL mid-cut, but finish my cut, finish my fade. And then you can go do what you got to do as far as uh, quarantining or whatever. But yeah, my question is, my question is, why was he already cutting here if the test wasn't back? You know, what the hell? Thank you, thank you. That, that would make too much sense. But this is something. This is another thing that I want to. I want to ask you about. I need to put your feet to the fire about this one, Jason. Is this the the, the Raider fan, Jason Jones? Is this the second straight year you're going to be 
dare I say, rooting for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl? How embarrassing. See, I'm not rooting for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I have no st- no skin in this. Last year, way. you were rooting for the Chiefs. I, I was rooting for 49er fan anguish. <laughs> Jackass. And, and my God, they delivered. Because I said, oh my God, they're going to win the damn game. I can't, <laughs> I can't go on social media for like 12 months if this happens. And then... <sighs> By God, that Patrick Mahomes showed why he's a great one. I was like, wow, they're really going to lose this game after going to the end zone and posing because like they had won this motherfucker. Stop this it. Everybody awesome. does that. Stop it. Stop I don't. It. No, there was no TV down there last year like they do. It. No, I don't want to hit. No, I, I was like, they're really going to lose this game. And then when Emmanuel, I said, oh, my God, Emmanuel Sanders is open. Oh, no, he missed him. I was like, this is beautiful. I said, once again, the Super Bowl, they got so close. They were right there. It was almost there, you know, like a Michael Crabtree, almost completion in the end zone. Pass interference. No one. Absolutely. And, you know, and, you know, and then I get to hear Niner fan whine about, there was a holding call against oh, Bosa. Absolutely. <laughs> Shut up. You're up like, a, what, level? what was the score? What was it 21-10? We were up 10 we were up 10. Relax. It wasn't like yeah. we were up 50. I don't give a damn. It, 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 wasn't like, it wasn't like we forced a fumble with, with, with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter and they reversed the call and we still couldn't get a stop with the rest of the fourth quarter and in overtime. And then, your boy, and then your boy genius Shanahan wouldn't run the damn ball. If I was Raheem Mostert, I'd have fought him on the sideline. My man ran for over 200 yards two weeks earlier and he got turned into a damn decoy. <laughs> Why did I even bring up the Super Bowl? <laughs> Why? Why, Sway? I can't believe you're rooting for the Chiefs again. I'm not rooting for the Chiefs. I'm rooting for Eric Bieniemy. I'm, 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 I'm definitely gonna have to talk to some of my Raider fan homies, and we, we may have to, we may have to pull your car for a hey, second. Omega Sci-Fi goes beyond the Raiders. <laughs> like I said, uh, I, like I said, I, I, I'm rooting. I, I want to see Eric do well. I, that's, that's my only interest. And if they, and if they don't win. I will lose zero sleep either way because I will be chilling. Well, first off, my Super Bowl Sunday is ruined from the start. I got to write it. You know, the damn Kings are playing the Clippers. Why the hell are the Kings and Clippers playing at 12 o'clock on Super Bowl Sunday? Why? Well, look, so I talked to Deuce Mason about this earlier. And as a writer like yourself, media member, like, yes, I understand your frustration. But as somebody that's just going to be sitting around at the house, the last thing I want to do is see... 17 hours of NFL countdown. I could give a damn. All right. I'm literally going to tune in at 3.30 for the first time to see anything about football. So in the meantime, yeah, I want to see some basketball. Give me some NBA hoops. Well, well, Cal play Stanford like at 9 in the morning or something. You could watch that. You could go out. You could play. They played tonight. Who won that game? I don't know. I I am so bad on college sports. I have no idea who won that game. I mean, I assume Cal lost because they've been losing a lot. And And Cal's rough this year. Yeah, it's it's you know I had a scout text me. He's like, I'm I'm watching your school play. There's nothing to see here. I'm like, thank you, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, they, yeah. They, and then as uh, I believe it was my 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 buddy Josh Dubow at AP said, he said, you know what, you got you got an NBA championship. You got a world. You got all that already. You just shut up and accept the fact that Cal sucks. Yeah, Stanford by fifteen tonight, seventy fifty five. God. Yeah. So yeah. So I. I mean, I'm saying no. I don't want to see countdown. So yeah. Put the put the kids and Clippers at twelve. That's good. It's it's fucking up my morning. (laughs) I can't. I can't even start drinking. 
Well, I guess I could, <laughs> but you know, I'm trying to be responsible here and do my job like a professional. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, drink and then they on the Zoom like, "Hey, Luke, uh, what happened?" <laughs> So, so that's that's the Super Bowl. I got the Chiefs as well. I've been saying that they were going to curb stop Tampa Bay, but I, I'll fall back. I'll say thirty-one seventeen Chiefs. Uh, that sounds Patrick about Mahomes, right. Patrick Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl. So now, here's the story. Before we get out of here, that I really wanted to talk to you about. Down in Pasadena, at the Roscoe's, there, some guy was denied service. I, don't, I think my I don't I don't know. I think it was because of a mask or he didn't a have a mask. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, have, he a didn't mask. have a mask. He was denied service, and he left and came back later, and he stuck up the Ros- the Roscoe's at gunpoint. Not for money, but for chicken. He wanted his chicken. This is crazy. I, I mean, the, the Obama special is fire, but, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're we sticking them. You had all that time to go back home and get a gun. Why don't you just fix a sandwich at that point? Crazy. I'm like, I'm like black man robbed Roscoe's for chicken and waffles during Black History Month. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> facts come on man so that that was that was embarrassing enough but i was like i i mean it, it's a serious thing because he had a gun but i'm like if you're working there are you like are you are you are you serious are uh, we on the candy camera i'm showing my like, eyes here but you're not on candy camera and then you watch the video he's really pointing about get me the chicken i'm like ain't this some shit if they had uh, known they would just gave him some damn chicken I don't think he took any money either. He literally just took chicken. I was just like, man, I love me. I love my Roscoe's, but no, it's not. No, you can go. he could have. He could have went home and made some chicken, and 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 you know. Thank you. That was yeah. un, that was that was uncalled for. It was so, unnecessary. So a, a very very serious and ridiculous and tragic event happened. But I'm a, I'm gonna switch this to a positive here. And Jason, the one thing that we do have in common here is L.A. Is, is fond in both of our hearts. You, because that's your, your hometown. Me, I spent a long time there, and I grew to love Los Angeles. So one of the great places in all of L.A. and all the greater L.A. area is Roscoe's. They have a number of different locations throughout the L.A. area. My question to you, my first question is, where is your favorite Roscoe's? Uh, let me see. How do I break this down? Uh uh, for childhood, while you think about it, for, for, child, for, for nostalgia's sake, I my my mom took me to the one in Hollywood when I was a baby. So that's mm. the first one I went to, or when I was very young. And she said I had a great Roscoe's debut because I threw up because I was little. <laughs> I'm partial to the one on Pico because I've had and I'll go there and then we'll hang out with the homies and then I'll hit up Lucy's on the after 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 the hangout. Mm. Lucy's I, for for all y'all who don't know. Lucy's, that place where Jody um, went and got the tacos and got and caught the stro- with the condom box. And, and that's the a real place. Shake, yes, know. that's a real and, place. And it's across the, the street from Roscoe's. Yeah, the place where Jody was like, what you got? What you doing with a box of condoms, girl? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and every man has had that moment where you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. who is she? I don't know how you know her. <laughs> Jody really tried to pull a fast one right there. He man. said, well, yeah. that's a box of condoms. What you doing with them? And then, but you know what? <laughs> After all that, you know, what became my favorite because they put one in Long Beach and they put one in Long Beach. That was the that was the lick for me. Was that the last one to go up? I believe so. I've been to all of them. I've been to the one in Pasadena. I haven't been know? to the one in Pasadena. That's what I was like, what the hell? 
I went. I went to the one in Pasadena once. I was. This is back in the day. I, we were at some type of like church event. You know, people are like he went to church. Yeah, I was there once, twice. But you know, <laughs> and because where it was, you had to drive. You know, uh, we weren't down in L.A., so I had to drive back. You know, take whatever two ten I think it was. You know, to get back to the five, and mm-hmm. so you, you want to go through Pasadena. You know. You know I forget what freeway it was. I'm, I'm. It's late, but you know. But you, but you, but you went through Pasadena, so yeah. we went. To, so I went to that Roscoe's. I've been there. You know, I so I've been to that one once. But yeah, Pico Hollywood. I go to the one in Hollywood more now. And this is back when we, when we could still cover games mm-hmm. in person because I would stay in Burbank, and it was easier to get to the one in Hollywood. So I would go to that one when I, you know, when I'd be out there with a rental car, I hit the one on Pico. After a game, if the game ended early enough, or I just you know call in my see, order, pick it up. See, I'm surprised you didn't say Inglewood because because of the oh yeah, I, LAX, I, I, that I just, seems I, to be I, the one everybody like, hits up. Like I, that's why I said Burbank. See, because you know, but Hell, when I do Obama fly, went to the one on Inglewood. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about the Inglewood. Yeah, but I haven't stayed. I haven't stayed. I haven't stayed on that side in a while. But when mm. I stayed, when I stayed by LAX. You know, that's where we go. And that's what, the last time I, I went to that one, I think it was during Team USA. There was a bunch of us writer folks. And that's where Sam Amick actually, and you know, made me ashamed to know him because he ordered chicken and fries. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop. <laughs> I, I kid you not. It was, I think it was me, James Ham, Sean Cunningham, and Amick. And Amick ordered chicken and fries. Nah, bro. Nah, he... he and the, I, he and needs I, to come I, on J Street Vibes and talk about this because this, this needs to be addressed. The cold part about it was that he wanted to taste the waffles and he wanted people's waffles. It was like, no, dude, you got fries. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was like I was like, no, Sam, you have not been here and you have not been here. You have not been here enough. We, I'm a Roscoe's veteran. I get the hell what I want now, but this is your first second time. You get the damn waffle. Facts. The, the hell Facts. you getting? He got some fries and the whole table was like, really. That's crazy. I never Dude, heard that. I've never heard about anybody getting the fries when they go to Roscoe's. I hadn't heard that one. That is wild. I probably um, should put Sam on blast like that, but that was well, one of the. Well, Sam is going to have to come to come on J Street Vibes and talk about this. He's definitely going to have to address this. That was one of the funnier moments in Roscoe's history when he that ordered. That is hilarious. When he so ordered my, the fries. My favorite. See, Pico, I, I, when I lived in LA, I lived. Um, in Paramount, which is by Compton, by Long Beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, I wasn't going to Pico to go to Roscoe's. Like, I'm not going no. over there. And, you know, I'd have my nights out, you know, in, in Hollywood. I, for whatever reason, I never made the, the move to Hollywood Roscoe's after a night out. I, I didn't do that too much. So the two that I frank with a, with a lot was um, Long Beach and, and Inglewood. And those are my two favorites. Long Beach was obviously the closest one. Like if we were just at the house mm-hmm. and be like, hey, let's go to Roscoe's, we'd go to Long Beach. But if somebody was in town or like, oh, you got to catch your flight. All right, well, let's go to Roscoe's before you catch your flight. We'd go to Inglewood. Inglewood always had like everybody doing that. Everybody would go to Roscoe's before they caught their flight or when they just came in. So it was always a scene because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. But um, Long Beach is probably the one that that is my, f- although my, my, then this is my second question to you what's the food that what's the what's the meal you get i always got the country boy which only in inglewood turned into the obama special because barack went to that roscoe's and got the country boy so it's the obama special and that's what i get every single time i don't deviate that's my that's my meal there what, what do you get at roscoe's no um, i i get the herb special every time i get the 
No, I said What's I in that? No, no, I get the skulls. I don't get the herb. I get the skulls. I get the, What's I get that? the, the quarter chicken. I get the all white meat. You know, two waffles. Okay. I get okay. I get my wing and my breast, and you know my girl, she's a dark meat person, so you know we don't have to worry about sharing because you know. I'm all <laughs> you know, because you know normally your girl got to eat off your plate, but she don't, always. I don't, want, I don't want your wing. I'm like good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the one man. and remember too, the one in Long Beach had the bar too next door, right? In the yeah, band. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I would exactly. go. I would go to the bar while I was waiting, get ripped, and then then take <laughs> stagger over to eat. Oh, because a couple of years ago it was, it was that the, the summertime and the, the no the summertime and the LBC festival. Okay. Uh, your boy went over there and they had these uh those uh Henny Ritas. Oh my goodness! I I. <laughs> A true story. I downed two of them, uh, a dessert that turned out to be an edible, <laughs> and then I ate my Obama stuff. I mean, my my Roscoe's. I got to the festival and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die." <laughs> I, I, I was like, "I gotta sit down." I'm like, I, "I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong with my body?" <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm glad I'm talking to Jason Jones right now. <laughs> I'm glad I'm talking to him because it, it could have went all bad with the edible and the Henny Rita. Come on, man. <laughs> I had two of them. I was like, these are outstanding. It was it? No, it wasn't. A, it was a. It wasn't a. It was a that or the, it was a. It was a Hennessy mimosa or something. Jeez, anything Either, involved with the Hennessy is just dangerous. It was like it, no, it was like it was a reader. It was a it was a but it was like it was like the Hennessy with the Grand Marnier on it too. Oh man, yeah, yeah I'm, glad, I was, I'm glad I'm yeah. here talking to Jason Jones right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, that that was a that was a hell of a day. It was got to see Snoop in the game and everybody. You know, nice. got the rep got to represent. Man, when we open back up, and and it probably won't happen this year, but next basketball season, that's going. I'm going to these to these LA games. We're going. To, you you got to take me through the LBC, bro. You got to take me through. I got to see where Jason Jones come from, man. Yeah, take you by. That's we're gonna Park. do. We're gonna do a J Street vibes, uh, going through the LBC. That's how we're gonna do it next year. Live from King Park. Live from MLK <laughs> and PCH. Live from Long Beach Poly. Live from Calrec Park. Only people from from East Side or from Long Beach know what I'm talking about. You know, they like yeah. Man. yeah. So all these Kings fans that are listening to this right now are probably like, we're tired of hearing about LA. Yeah, they're, <laughs> so. yeah. They're, I, I'm sure my mentions will be fun. Once you move, once you move back. I, I get that at least once a month. Why don't you move back since you love it so much? I'm like, why don't you leave Sacramento? I'm like, well, I, <laughs> but no, here's the funny part. Everyone who tells me to go back to LA, usually when they tweet me that, they don't even live in Sacramento. Yeah, they live in uh, Davis or, or they, no, no, it's, it's getting crazy. Like they live everywhere with these Kings fans now. They're like, I'm King. I'm a Kings fan. I actually live in LA, but screw you in LA. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I live in Orange County now. I actually live in Arizona, but you know, fuck you in LA. I was like, uh, okay, I don't really. What did somebody say? You should love Sacramento. It gave you. I said, I never said I hated Sacramento. Calm the hell. Hey, calm the hell down. As much as I love LA and I loved my time out there, I came back home, baby. I, mm-hmm. I came back home. I came back to Sac, baby. Nine one six had to put on for my city, man. So yeah. the Kings, man, the Kings. Big, Good, big, big three games coming up here. Yeah, busy well, weekend coming up. Yeah, I, I'd say three because I'm putting before we talk again. They would have played the Sixers as well, so it's a big three games coming up with Denver, Phil, um, the Clippers, and Philly. So 
Well, we'll know if they're, as I like to say, I said on the show earlier, as Swiss Beats once said, who's phony? Who's fake? We'll find out if the Kings are phony or fake uh, and it, with these next and even games. If, and even if they lose like two or three games, it calm down, people. It'll no, right. no, and, and I and you know what, Jason? I'm not even worried about the wins and losses. They just can't be getting their asses beat by 25, 30 points. That's that's what yeah. can't happen. They so owe the they, they owe they, they owe the cool. they owe the Clippers. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Jay, where can the people find you, man? Uh, they can find me Twitter, Mister underscore Jason Jones, uh, Instagram, Mister Jones LBC, and also. My other side hustle now, the uh, basketball podcast. Let him know. Let him know. Uh, that, boy, that boy, he everywhere now. You ain't never there. Okay. You know, the ruler of the court podcast where I talk kings and I talk music this week. I talked about Freddie Gibbs, Schoolboy Q, and De'Aaron Fox. So, you know, I'm I'm branching out a little. Oh, yeah, and theathletic.com because they do CTC and, you know, make sure I can, you know, have a little extra money to spend on StockX. <laughs> facts fact. once again that boy jason jones is everywhere you ain't never there uh if you're looking for me you can find me on twitter and on instagram at imk diddy and you can find me every monday through friday on espn 1320 with my man damian barling d-lo and kc 12 to 2 we got you covered and sometimes just like the other day you can tap in and hear my man Jason Jones on there as well. And we bring all of this to a to a, a radio airways where everybody can hear us. But it's a little more PG than than you heard here. But it's still a good time always. So, uh, yeah, man. Shout out to Be Heard. Shout out to Damien. And, uh, man, I'm ready to enjoy this weekend, man. You, you, you good? Yeah, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. So, Super Bowl Sunday. I got two Kings games. The Super Bowl. I'm going to be pretty busy. And maybe, you know, and... Like I said, it'll be it'll be fun to watch the game because I legit don't have a rooting interest. I just want to see a good game, and because I don't have I don't have Niner fans to mock and laugh at, it won't be the same. Oh gosh, whatever. I'm out of here on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. It's Kitty Careway, man. This is Jason Jones. Holler. <laughs>